Christ is risen. Al Masih come. Christos and Esti. One of the most annoying things to hear is when someone tells you, I told you so. This phrase sounds so condescending, and it makes it seem that the person saying it knows so much more than you and wants to rub in some past advice. On the other hand, one of the greatest signs of gratitude is to say thank you to someone has, who has given you some advice or helped save you from some trouble in your life. Hearing, I told you so, is radically different than from saying thank you for telling me so. An underappreciated aspect of our celebration of Christ's resurrection is that Jesus did not just rise from the dead, but he told us that he will rise from the dead. Today's celebration of the resurrection is an opportunity for us to say, thank you for telling me so, and thank you for your resurrection. Jesus does not say, I told you so, in a condescending way, but in a way that shows he had prepared everyone around him for both his death and his resurrection. When Jesus drove out the money changers from the temple, the Jews said to him, What sign have you to show us for doing this? Jesus answered them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he spoke of the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered what he had said, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had spoken to them. Also, when Lazarus died, Jesus tells his sister Martha, Your brother will rise. When Martha replies, I know my brother Lazarus will rise again in the resurrection at the last day, Jesus very clearly tells her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Jesus told those who challenged him, his disciples, Martha, and others, that he will rise, and he did. Not only did Jesus tell those around him he will rise, but the whole Old Testament prepared for the coming of the Messiah, who was to suffer, to die, and then to rise. For example, chapter 52 of the prophecy of Isaiah says, Behold, my servant shall prosper. He shall be exalted and lifted up and shall be very high, as many were admonished 
as many were astonished at him, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the sons of men. Jesus can not only say, I told you so, but everyone else who has prepared for my coming for thousands of years also told you so. Jesus does not want us only to stay at the level of what he told us. He wants us to move to the level of our daily experience of the resurrection. That is why we greet each other today with a two-part statement. Christ is risen, and he is truly risen. The first part is actually not enough. Jesus told everyone he was going to rise, and he did. But when he told them, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Then this is what exactly what the first Christians did. They went out to the whole world and proclaimed both Christ is risen and he is truly risen. This was not a slogan or a motto, but a phrase they firmly believed in and they were also willing to die for. At the end of his gospel, St. John says, This is the disciple bearing witness to these things, and who has written these things, and we know that his testimony is true. St. John reminds us that we can't just be passive observers of Christ's death and resurrection. Today we place before us that opportunity to bear witness to the resurrection. How deeply do we believe and live the power of the resurrection? At our baptism, we committed ourselves to die to an old way of life and to put on Christ. And that is why we sang today, and that is why we sing at the baptism, all of you who have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That is also why baptisms we read from St. Paul's letter to the Romans, where he says, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. So today is an opportunity to not only celebrate Christ's death and resurrection as something that happened in the past, but also is an, it's an opportunity to celebrate our baptism and what happened at our baptism, that we died to an old way of life and were born to a brand new life with the risen Christ. If Christ's resurrection is going to be real for us today, we must make this very practical in our day-to-day -day life. Therefore, I invite all of you to think of a way that you need to be transformed because of Christ's resurrection. Think of and pick a wound or a hurt 
that is very heavy in your life and perhaps is like an overwhelming rock sitting on your shoulders. And then allow Christ, who moved that rock in front of the tomb, to also move the rocks that you are placing either before you, around you, or on your shoulders. The women who went to the tomb said, Who will move that rock for us? And then what happened when they arrived at the tomb? They realized that it had already been moved. The resurrection brought great joy because it was a fulfillment of a promise God made that Jesus would both die and rise and would destroy those rocks around us. It is also a promise that God continues to make us rise in whatever difficulty or trial we are facing if, and really only if, we put our full trust in Him. Today, we are celebrating the resurrection, but we, were, we are also celebrating our own resurrection if we allow ourselves to rise from pain, from anxiety, and from whatever tomb is burying us, Therefore, we say, Christ is risen. He is truly risen. Christ, therefore, as we gather tonight to celebrate, not only rose from the dead in Jerusalem 2,000 years ago, but rose from the dead tonight, here and now, in each and every one of our lives. Christ continues to rise in who I am. Christ continues to rise in how we feel. Christ continues to rise in what we do. Christ continues to rise in what we say. And Christ continues to rise in how we act. And how we complete and how we live a complete vision of life and faith that is transformed by Christ's death and resurrection. As we repeat, this night and every night that I told you so and thank you because you have risen from the dead. Therefore, together, let us say, Christ is risen. He is truly risen. Al-Masih kam. Christos Anesti. Christos Anesti.